0: Braden from Noble Sports. Today I'm excited. I have another guest on to interview. I have Madeline of the Colorado Avalanche on with me today. Madeline, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, thank you for uh, coming on. I, I'm, I'm happy I came across your TikTok and uh, getting to see the awesome things that you're doing. So,
1: Yeah, it's been such a whirlwind Um I started as an intern with the Colorado Avalanche when I was still in college and then made my way up to being the senior manager of social media and digital content while they won the cup, which was just insane. And I'm actually now at Bauer hockey, so I've left the abs, but I'm going to the game tonight. So
0: awesome. Well, I didn't know you had left, so that is good to know.
1: <laughs> Surprise.
0: <laughs> yeah I'm I'm interning right now for a podcast that covers the Kraken I'm like in this awkward I'm from Vegas but I've rooted for all the other Seattle teams so I'm like do I root for the Golden Knights or do I root for the Krakens and I've kind of just decided yes so <laughs>
1: the answer is always yes to hockey
0: yes uh, I've only been to a couple games but I've grown to like it it, it is a fun sport so
1: absolutely the environment is just unmatched in my opinion and I'm a little bit biased but I love it
0: have you been to a game in Vegas yet
1: I have yeah I've been to a few actually it is a production and there is no other way to describe it as other than like a Vegas show with a hockey game that is going on
0: It's, it's it is so weird but it's so awesome at the same time and I mean, I am a little bit more impartial to the Golden Knights just because they picked up our town when we were going through a horrible thing that happened, so.
1: I totally (laughs) agree. I think what they did incredibly well is while the Strip is known for bringing in visitors, they adopted the city of Las Vegas, and especially through everything that happened, like, gave them something to cheer for and be a part of just as much as the people on the ice, so. I cannot say enough good things about how they came into the league.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. So let's just dive in. So you said you interned. you started out as an intern, kind of describe that journey. Like how did that come out to be?
1: Yeah. I think this is something that I wish I could share with more people because I had actually no interest in working in sports. Um, initially, I knew I wanted to work in social media And so I was just trying to reach out to as many people in the industry as I could, Um, not sports specifically, but in the social media side. So I had a friend who happened to know the manager, met her at a fashion show um, of the accounts at the time. And so she had kind of connected me. And then I was able to connect also with the director of the newly formed digital department at the time separately. Um, And instead of just asking for a job, I just asked... For as much information as they were willing to give i was able to read the books that they recommended and take the courses that they recommended while i was still in school and would follow up periodically and so i was working for a catering company and starbucks at the time just to make money while i was still in school and then was informed about the internship opportunity and they'd love for me to interview because i had kept up those relationships I was able to kind of skip the process where I had to apply and just got straight to interviewing and really just soaked all that experience in, didn't think anything was going to come with it, but ended up getting an internship position that was supposed to last through one semester in 2017. And five years later, I was still there and they won the Stanley Cup.
0: That is crazy. And it's awesome that you you got a ring as well.
1: I am truly honored that the organization did this for all of their employees, part-time, full-time staff. Um, My dad got one. My boyfriend got one because we all were working for the team at the time, and they're all slightly different. They have different levels um, of investment that they gave, but it was still a very special way to honor everyone.
0: That's what oftentimes people forget is, yes, it's the athletes playing, but it's so much more than just the players playing. You have the people in social media, you have the people in marketing, you have so many pieces that make the machine go. And uh, without all those pieces, they can't be as successful. So it is really cool that they honored you guys as well.
1: They um, had a ceremony for the full-time staff who were still working there. I was not able to attend uh, as I have left and moved on. But it was a cool way for like the GM to shake everyone's hand. Chris McFarland um, and Joe Sackick, I believe, also yeah, yeah, yeah. was there. And those are two guys who are just good down to their soul. And they care about every single person in the organization. So it's a top-down Feature and I love that
0: so the the question that I like asking everyone that I interview is what kind of got you going what was it a person was it kind of something that you enjoyed when you were little like what was your why behind getting into working in the sports world
1: yeah um I grew up in a sports family my dad played college football my brother played football and lacrosse growing up I cannot like my hand-eye coordination it just doesn't exist and so I was a little bit of a black sheep in the family Um, and so I always thought I would actually end up far away from sports but what I found time and time again is that it just has this way of bringing people together there is something so special Um, my very first job while I was still in college, I was working at Disney world doing their college internship program. And I loved being able to make people smile and just brighten someone's day, do something fun. Um, And so when I went back to college after the internship program ended, I was seeking the sense of community. I was seeking ways that I could serve others really. Um, But I loved the platforms on social media of storytelling Particularly um, at that time, Instagram was really just starting to become more of this connectivity platform than a photo sharing platform. And so that's when I started to really dive in and reach out to people who are working in the social media space. And sports did all of those things all at once.
0: Yeah, it does have a way to bring everyone together. Like, like we kind of touched Vegas, the Golden Knights, bringing the town. And it's kind of ironic that a lot of teams have won championships after bad things have happened. I mean, I, as much as I would have liked us to win the Stanley Cup the first year, I think they did something more important for the city of Las Vegas. They lifted the spirits, but you're absolutely right. It does bring everyone together.
1: Yeah, it's um like you mentioned, Las Vegas um, I think we saw it too when the St. Louis Blues won and the entire city was able to rally around not only the song Gloria, but Layla, the young gal who had cancer, and just really uplift her. It's those moments that I could talk about for hours and could cry over, but it's something so special. And you don't find sports uniting people across the world in the same, like nothing else unites everyone like sports you know?
0: it's it's true and, and I'm, I'm excited because penny that's my daughter um yes. and for those those listening to this interview she's sitting right next to me playing with some dinosaurs that's her new kick right now is the dinosaur phase so oh yeah cool <laughs> well love it. what what i love is she's getting excited about sports as well she she's playing tennis at daycare and soccer and She'll even throw the football around with me, and that's that's kind of where this podcast uh, originated. Was with women in football. That that is such a underrepresented group of women. It's crazy. Like I had no idea that there was professional women's football leagues. Like I didn't yeah. know it was a thing. So it, it's been fun. So and the fact that at three years old she's like, "Dad, I can play football." It makes me happy. I mean, a little scared because football is. <laughs> A brutal There's sport, but...
1: Totally. But I think one of my favorite things... Um, I've been conducting some interviews for a project that we're launching um, just about game changers in women's hockey, people who are pushing forward. And in one of my interviews, a woman said, like, it's so important to elevate and amplify the voices of women in these spaces because if someone like Penny can see her, then she'll know that she can be her. And I have just kind of been sitting on that for the last few weeks. I think it's so valuable. So your platform that you're using right now and I make silly little TikToks to show them that this is a space for them just as much as it is for me.
0: Yeah. And the the thing that blows my mind, especially I've seen you get a lot of stupid comments that frustrate (laughs) me. It's just like, why, why, why take the two seconds to be rude when you can just be like, that's so cool. Uh, I, yeah. And sports is for everyone. And, and what I, I guess what people don't understand is they immediately think, especially with like the WNBA or all these other women's leagues, that it's going to be the same brand of sports that their male counterparts are. And that's not the case. It, it, it is a different brand. But just because it's different doesn't mean it's not as good. And women aren't trying to steal the spotlight from men. Conception yeah. that I've heard is they just want a chance to play. They want to have a chance to enjoy what men have enjoyed for hundreds of years of doing, so.
1: Absolutely. I think you nailed it on the head right here. I think there are people who see women in these spaces and assume they're taking away from the males, and I think it's more about being a part of something altogether and being able to enjoy the same things um and elevating people so that they can be a part of it it doesn't take away from your enjoyment of it it's for all of us
0: yeah so let let's just change gears a little bit yeah. you got a ring you got a ring well so you've got not only did you get a ring but you got to touch the stanley cup can you describe those feelings like how what what went through your head when you were doing those things
1: i remember specifically feeling so exhausted game five we lost at home um we were one win away from winning it all and I just remember feeling so gutted because we were so close and I could just taste it um and I know how hard the guys on the ice had worked I knew how hard my team that I had hired worked behind all of these scenes and day in day out everyone was making sacrifices whether that was. For me, I missed out on my best friend's bachelorette party. And for my dad, like he had to miss out on some of the other like cool things he was working on because he couldn't leave the team while they were in the midst of this run. And so I just looked around and there was so much devastation. We flew out to Tampa and the last period I was just pacing because I wasn't in able to shoot. I was waiting to see... What would happen at the end of the game? I don't think I breathed <laughs> once. Um, and the second that the buzzer finally went off, I had a tweet ready to go and it was just all caps. Like it's actually, like it actually happened or it finally happened. Um, and I'm trying to still do my job, but be excited because this is something that I know everyone works their entire lives for. I, could not even compete with like how hard these athletes have worked. But I also knew like the amount of sacrifice that I had poured in and it was an honor to be able to just tell that story. And so I was one of the first people allowed on the ice along with, um, five or six other videographers and photographers besides the team while they were getting everything set up. My dad pulled away cause he was on the bench, <coughs> excuse me. He was on the bench with the team He walked over um, and gave me a hug while I'm standing on this little carpet with a bunch of other photographers and videographers. Uh, And we just got to share the most unique and special moment while I'm trying not to cry. He's trying not to cry. And then they start lifting the cup. And to see these colleagues of mine, these athletes, achieve their lifelong dream for some of them the first time, there is nothing better than being able to not only see that for people you care about, but then turn that around and also share that with people who care just as much as you. Um, And so every time I think back to that time, it is just so full of joy and so full of this love and community. And it was a bummer not to be in Colorado, but I'm very thankful that I was able to be there in Tampa with them. And I just, would not give up that experience for the world. Everything that I sacrificed was worth it. And I, you know, still got to be in my best friend's wedding. So it all worked out in the end. And I am so, so grateful.
0: Awesome. Like, I, I mean, I'm jealous. I think it's such a cool. I'm one of those people that I love seeing other, especially in sports being successful. Cause it's like, that is so cool. Like, yeah, like jealous in a good way, not because jealousy can have kind of a negative, uh, negative association with it. But yeah, where I'm excited, I I love seeing other people be successful because it's like that that's so cool. Like it, it really is. And seeing I've seen your pictures. Obviously, you sent me the picture with the Stanley Cup. I can't even imagine that feeling. Like that that has to be cool in itself. Just. Just to see the historic meaning behind that trophy and just see how special it is and being a part of an organization that won it is really cool. I couldn't imagine that feeling. So,
1: yeah, it was, it was truly an honor to be a part of it and to have the trust of that organization. And it was a lot of work. I don't want to discount that, but I appreciate all that you've said.
0: And so now you said you're not with the Avalanche. So what are you doing now?
1: Yeah, I am now the social media manager for Bauer Hockey. Um, they're a hockey equipment brand as a part of Peak Achievement Athletics. Um, we are doing a lot of stuff all at once, but most recently been working on a lot of stuff surrounding Women's History Month and elevating the women's game and women's voices. I think there is... disparity in hockey for ice time for women and for equal treatment and a lot of people see that as negative which it is but I think there's so much opportunity and there are so many people working towards changing that that the future of hockey is so exciting especially in the women's space because there are some elite level athletes like Sarah Nurse, um, Marie-Philippe, i there are so many names and it's, I'm excited. I get to go to women's worlds here in about two weeks and watch them all compete for the world championship, which is exciting.
0: Awesome. I, I, I interviewed a girl who plays professional hockey and, let's say it was in Finland. She's somewhere in Europe, but I'm okay. totally spacing her name. I, I, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to get back to you on that, but yeah, I found her TikTok. And she was one of the very first people I ever interviewed. It was, it, and I don't know much about hockey because, uh, so I, I'm i in culture. So I'm adopted, but I was adopted into a Chilean family and hockey is not big in Chile. I don't think it yeah, really yeah. is a thing. In soccer, soccer is the big thing in Chile. And so, I mean, my, I, I do get to talk a lot about women's soccer in Chile and all that stuff, but. I'm still learning and it's fun talking totally. to it with my dad, dad about hockey. Cause he has no idea, but he's willing to learn yeah. cause he knows soccer, it's but he doesn't a know fun anything sport
1: else to kind of start to get into. Um, one of the weirdest things when I started learning hockey, I knew off rules in soccer, but they're slightly different in hockey. So trying to learn and then translate into explaining it was always really funny.
0: I, I just watched the game and my, my wife's like, do you understand what's going on? I'm like, no, not really, but it's fun. Like, I, I don't even care. Like, I, it doesn't have to make sense. Like, it's okay.
1: And I love that because I think while there's a lot of barriers to entry in terms of cost to play hockey, I think watching is a lot more universal because you can get really excited when you see a goal and not have any idea how it got there. So I love that.
0: And my brother and I, so the very first Golden Knights game I went, I went with my little brother. It was like our Christmas present, like it was my Christmas present to him and myself. And the whole entire time we're like, we want Revis to get into a fight. That's the whole reason why we came. Ryan Revis has to get into a fight. And every time he was about to start, they would stop it. And we're like, we're not gonna get to watch a fight, like the best part of hockey. And I think with a minute left in the game, there was a fight. So it was, it was fun. So I like yeah, that aspect absolutely. too. <laughs> Love that. So, the next question I have from you comes from my uncle in law who hosts a podcast. I that'll be the only plug I give him, but the, <laughs> he because he, he had a post go viral and a person didn't give him credit for the post, it was his story and it went viral with this other person. And when he asked, Hey, can you just give my organization credit? uh yeah. he ended up blocking him and refused to give him credit at all. So Oh, so I just cool. like, yeah, it's his question. So that's why I like to give we'll credit, give him more credit. I love it. So he asked a gold medal, a gold medal Olympic winner. Uh, if you were to stand in front of a whole bunch of people and the question was posed, why should people support women in sports and especially female athletes? What would your answer be?
1: Oh, that like, question gave me little chills that's an excellent question so credit to your uncle for that um I think the why is because there's everything to gain and nothing to lose um women's sports and women in sports have so much to provide and so much to offer watching WNBA you're not going to have the same experience as watching the NBA because they have different skill sets and they have a different level of co- competition, not saying that there's one that's higher than the other, but the way that you're looking at it, if you're expecting them to be the same, is not. They, you have a different level of finesse in the women's game. And hockey specifically, I picture just the way that they puck handle is not going to be the same as the men's. And it's an exciting place to be. And if you're getting on board the train now, you're only going to see it continue to rise and elevate. I'm having a lot of fun just getting to learn the women's game more. And I think everyone else will too. This
0: game is, I mean, I'm a little biased because I do watch it a ton, especially women's soccer, women's football and basketball. The ACEs winning the championship. That was a really cool experience for the city. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun to watch it is a different type of game but it's not bad i think that's what people don't understand and it always cracks me up when they say oh the five fans of the WNBA are going to be really excited i'm like little do you know vegas sells out every single game for the aces and that's like twenty thousand people so that's more than just five people just so you know
1: (laughs) yep yep it is uh the place to be honestly and the more people are starting to realize that oh, the better it's going to be. There are a lot of reasons that I think people are afraid to invest, whether that's their time or their money. Um, Cause I don't think they see the vision of the future in women's athletics specifically. And I did a thesis on this while I was still in college, just the difference in marketing because I studied marketing, um, but men's and women's collegiate athletics and I kind of approach pretty much everything I do with this mindset now. Is while you don't want to treat them exactly the same because your audience is going to be different between men's and women's basketball, you still want to give them the same amount of amplification and views because you're still attracting the same audience. But this is the same thing that you would have if you were trying to talk about an ownership group that's trying to sell basketball tickets and avalanche or nuggets tickets and avalanche tickets like our ownership group was, you're still talking to different audiences, but you want to get as many people to the game every night that you can. And so that was always really a helpful way for me to look at it. You're not treating men and women differently. You're treating them like different sports because they're not the exact same.
0: Well, and if, if there's even a little bit more marketing that's put into or the amount of time that because everyone knows about the NBA games but a lot of the time people don't know hey there's a WNBA game because yeah. it doesn't receive the same airtime or the same right. focus points so I and that's funny I'm studying marketing now at Purdue so okay I, yeah I've got, I've got I graduate next April so I'm almost there almost oh, there.
1: the and you I, can I, taste it I am sure
0: yeah, this is my second go around for college, so I'm, I'm just happy that I'm finally graduating because yeah. that's a story for a different day. I flunked out my first go around, so. <laughs> but,
1: I, you know, I was really, really close to just not wanting to finish, so I get it.
0: And I, I kind of want to go into more marketing, obviously, for, I, I, I have this, this cool opportunity. I don't know if you know who Katie LeClaire is. Um, she was on the TV show Switched at Birth on ABC. Okay. I, I don't know what that show is, but she's my I, boss. I am familiar internship. with
1: it. I never watched it, but I I do know of it.
0: Did you watch The Big Bang Theory by chance?
1: I did not, but I also um, know of it.
0: Yeah, she was the deaf girl in Big Bang Theory. So that's okay. that was her other big claim. Flame. So she's kind of helping me get into the whole marketing aspect because – I'm, I'm doing that right now. So the two podcasts that I work for, one of them is Seahawks Space and the other one's Kraken. And like you said, not everyone is going to be into both those sports, but it's trying to find those businesses that will pay for sponsorships for both of those.
1: Absolutely. It's,
0: so it, it's, been, it's, a, it's been a fun learning experience. And I love learning from other people. And especially like when it comes from people like Katie LeClaire or yourself, it, it, it is cool. Because like you said, there are some women that I know that know more about sports than I do. And my wife would argue that ESPN is my second wife. So (laughs) (laughs) she, uh, we, we have a rule that the only time I'm allowed to be glued to my phone is when the Seahawks are playing. That's it. Other than that, I can't, I can't be glued. So, uh, I've accepted it. It's okay. (laughs) But
1: you know, we love healthy boundaries.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it is what it is. Uh, yeah. so one of, one of the other questions I have for you is if you could sit down with anyone and have a conversation, whether it's a professional athlete, someone in the marketing world, who would you want to sit down with and have that conversation?
1: Oh, goodness gracious. Um, to be super honest for a very long time, it was actually, someone who is now my current boss, Mary Kay Messier. She is just an absolute powerhouse in advocating for women in all spaces and aspects of sports and a brilliant marketing mind cares a lot about, you know, just besides that, like concussion protocols and how we can make the game safer overall. And so I just think she's brilliant, but now I get the opportunity to work with her every day. So Aside from that, I'd have to think, um, gosh, there's just so many brilliant people. I think anyone in the world at all, probably, um, oh, I am blanking on his name, but the man who was just named CEO for Disney, he was, he left and then was brought back, and I'm going to look up his name because I'm going to feel so silly, Bob Iger. Yeah. Um, I was about to say, it's
0: Bob something.
1: (laughs) Yes, I I knew it was Bob, but I didn't want to get the wrong Bob. Bob Iger, I think, gets the balance of, like, operating a business, but also thinking about the small touches that you need to put into it to make it stand out. And obviously for Disney, it's that Disney magic. um, And after working there, you know, I totally bought into all of that. But I, from a business standpoint, would just love to see how he comes up with these decisions because as the CEO you're making some really hard calls sometimes and not everyone will always like what you do but they're a pretty darn good company and they've figured out a lot and to the point where he was brought back in that says a lot
0: yeah and I mean the one thing I'm excited about him is he did say they're gonna lower prices to Disney so I, I like that because
1: like
0: <laughs> my daughter a, a great seen trip for you and
1: Penny yeah
0: yeah she keeps seeing the commercials, oh. and she's like, Dad, I want to go. And I'm like, <laughs> Legoland's the first step. That, that, was, that was more budget-friendly, but it was still fun. I, I recommend LEGO Land so if you fun. have little ones.
1: <laughs> Not yet, but once I do, I honestly think I would have a great time. I have a Lego set that I plan to build this weekend. They are flowers. I can't wait. <laughs> Excuse me did you get sorry
0: uh which flower set did you get
1: um let me go look i don't recall i got it for christmas my
0: my wife has a whole bunch of them that's why i ask
1: i got the birds of paradise
0: oh we that's one of the ones we want to get
1: i wanted the wildflower bunch but this one i'm very excited about too because i have a place in my apartment and it'll fit
0: we just bought the wildflower bunch it's beautiful. My my wife has it at her office or her desk at work cuz
1: it's like perfect. when I say Cause it my, doesn't die. Yeah.
0: yeah. My, when I say my wife is obsessed with Legos. We have one of those giant IKEA shelves in our first floor and it's just full of Lego sets that she's built. So
1: Oh, that's incredible. That is a perfect pastime cuz it keeps you busy. I can assure you of that. When I got COVID the first time I built um baby yoda and so now i just have this for fun and not because i'm stuck at home
0: (laughs) it's it's fun watching and we're getting penny into it uh we bought her a jurassic world duplex uh duplo lego set so she's been playing with that so
1: i love it absolutely love it
0: so the last question i have for you um before we get going is uh Shoot. I totally spaced. Give me a second. Oh, good.
1: Um, I was going to ask, how long have you been hosting this podcast for?
0: I started right after COVID. Uh, I kind of, so I I have two younger siblings. I'm the biggest out of the three of us and everyone assumed I was going to be the athletic one. And I, I excelled in sports, but my younger siblings were far better than I was, but yeah, I I, I, fell in love, I fell in love with sports more. Like, when I say my dad is obsessed with Chilean soccer, like, there's videos that we have of him when they beat Messi in Argentina and my dad's celebrating and laughing that Messi's crying on the sideline. Like, it, it is golden.
1: <laughs> so, Incredible.
0: I, I am that way with the Seahawks and with my teams. Like, when we played the Broncos this last season and we beat them, yeah, it's tough. That.
1: Tough time ah. in Denver.
0: <laughs> that was the only game I cared about, just because of Russ. I was like, Oh, yeah. I
1: understand completely.
0: So, <laughs> it, it was it was fun. It, um, so he's kind of the whole reason why I am the way I am with sports. And I was like, you know what? I want to do something, get into sports. Just don't know what. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna host a podcast. Long yeah. story short, started focusing on the NFL because that's what I love, and. My daughter was on TikTok, and she came across a TikToker by the name of Cleats and Stilettos, Lois Cook. Um, yep. It, she's awesome. I love Lois, and she plays pro football. And I was like, you know what? That would be someone fun to interview. So I reached out to her, not thinking she'd respond, and she's like, Yep. And that was my very first interview, and I've just kind of gone from there. So.
1: That's so cool. I love getting to hear. People's stories. And again, I think sports just finds a way to connect us all, especially events like the World Cup. I remember being on a flight. I was I don't remember where I was going or where I was coming from, but everyone had their TV turned on to the World Cup. And I have never just seen that many people so united over something. And the U.S. was definitely playing. And I think that's why. But it was still so cool
0: it's a different breed uh, my dad's already trying to find trying to plan a trip for when the world cup's here to go to la to watch some of the games just because it it is a different different atmosphere I've gone to i've been to many different sporting events but my favorite sporting event i ever went to was chile versus u.s i, was, I just turned 16 and it was such a cool environment and i was like i'm torn i'm i'm in the u.s but i'm also raised chilean who do i root for luckily they so i'm like (laughs) i don't have to root for but i was on the chilean side so i'm like i think i have to root for chile just because i probably would upset a lot of fans if not so
1: (laughs) so fair okay second question for you then as someone who grew up mostly around soccer or football in other countries um what are your thoughts on Ted Lasso? Have you watched it? Do you love it? I need to know.
0: We love Ted Lasso. Okay, uh, me too. It is one of the best shows. Uh, I'm excited that there's a new season. So, I actually coach Absolutely. soccer too. So, I, so you
1: and Ted are basically the same.
0: Uh, he's he's <laughs> a lot better than I was. I was just the goalkeeper coach because that's the position I played and. I'm trying to convince my dad that he needs to coach Penny because I will never coach any of my kids just because I've seen one too many TikToks where they ask kids who their worst coach ever was. And they always say it's their parents. So I'm like, no, I want to be able to for
1: success. Absolutely.
0: You can be angry at grandpa. That's okay. But let's not be angry with dad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a, again, healthy boundary.
0: Yeah. And, well, my dad's really intense with soccer, so I don't know if uh, she could withstand it.
1: You know, maybe it's the tough love she needs. You know, age yeah. three, get her started.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. So the question I have for you is, Yes. Um, is there anyone that you want to shout out?
1: Oh, my gosh. There are 500 people, probably. Um, My very first mentor, the gal who first hired me and took a chance on me, Emily Wade, she now works for the Rochester Americans um, and their whole ownership group, which I know I'm going to forget some, but she was the one who got me into sports and continues to crush it. Um, My dad, who is just my best friend and biggest supporter um my mom is also but especially in sports like we've had some really unique moments together and then um two there's three gals they run a different podcast they're all in college but they're doing so much for hockey um and while they're still in college which as you know is a lot to maintain a podcast and try to get good grades and you also have a family so I'm impressed by you but mitts and chicks they are some of the sweetest gals and I just want to see them thrive and show that women belong in this space just as much
0: yeah that is a mountain that I will literally die on being a girl dad I Kobe said it best that I was meant to be a girl dad I agree I have a shirt that says hashtag girl dad like It's a persona. Like, it is. It's a way of life. Like, I look forward to getting my nails painted because I'm like, you know what? If it makes her happy, I will have bright pink nails. I don't care. Like, I'm sitting at six foot two. If anyone tries to say anything, (laughs) I win.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, you do. And just know, like, as the daughter of a dad who is nothing but supportive and lovely, it means the world for those moments. So. Thank you on behalf of her because she's probably not saying thank you for that time yet, but she will remember it.
0: Oh, hopefully one day when she's a little <laughs> bit older. There was when one more
1: appreciate it.
0: Yeah. yeah, there was one more question I had for you. Yes. Um, if you could, if you could give any piece of advice to per se like my daughter Penelope or all the other little girls that are trying to aspire and trying to reach the pro aspects and the sporting world, what would that piece of advice be?
1: You belong in these spaces just as much as anyone else. I wish someone had really instilled that into me. And while I had a great woman mentor, I was in my own head a lot. Um, And I think if someone had just told me that you deserve to be in this meeting, your voice matters in these opinions. And there's a lot of people who believe that, but just never say it out loud. Um, so let me be the one to tell you, like, you belong in those rooms, you belong in those conversations, you belong in the spaces, just as much as anyone else and never forget it.
0: I'm, I'm excited when she's old enough, I can kind of share her all these episodes and let yeah. her listen to because I'm hoping as much as my wife says, don't force anything on her. I'm hoping <laughs> she falls for my sake, but. If she decides to go into dancing or singing, I'm going to be the biggest cheerleader, whatever it is, So,
1: is. I'm going to be the biggest fan, too. Can't wait <laughs> to watch what she does.
0: <laughs> appreciate that. Well, thank you again for uh, joining me on this episode. I, I'm i happy we're able to get it as fast. It usually takes like a month to get people's schedules all worked out. So,
1: oh, uh, It worked out great, and I really appreciate you having me on and can't wait to keep tuning in. I listened to Audrey's episode and... She's awesome. this was a space she is an inspiration to me she is so unashamedly kind but also passionate and i love it
0: people find you on social media what are your social media handles
1: it is pretty darn easy it is at mads with curls everywhere um not too hard to find and once you see pictures of me you can understand why
0: yeah her her uh Pictures her with a hockey hockey mask on it's awesome so
1: yeah <laughs> that was from all star got to try on uh vasilevsky's mask before we gave it to him
0: well thank he you turned again out to be okay. yeah <laughs> and i will send you when this episode is done i'll uh send you it and it should be on all the major platforms so apple google uh spotify yeah. so awesome well, thank, thank you, you
1: so much for having me Braden.
0: And if you're ever in Vegas, let me know. Um, my wife and I would be happy to take you out to dinner or something. So
1: I would absolutely love that. I'll let's stay in touch. All
0: right, we'll do. Thank you. Bye.
1: Thank you. Bye.